0: Welcome to another episode of the Outdoor Scholars Podcast, where you get a chance to learn all about the only program in the country that keeps students involved in the outdoors while educating them on career opportunities within the outdoor industry. Location down in Macon County, Alabama, for our next episode of Outdoor Scholars Podcast. I'm William Crawford, the host of this podcast and the director of the Outdoor Scholars Program. Today we've got a, a special guest with us, uh, a world-renowned hog hunter uh, from down in uh, South Alabama, uh, Stanton Hendry. Uh, Stanton is a, a good friend of mine. We went to school together and, and have been buddies for a long time, but Uh, we had the opportunity to take some students out uh, down in Macon County uh, on Steve Long's place. Steve is a a big partner uh, and supporter of the Outdoor Scholars program. Steve is the uh, regional director for uh, QDMA uh, and they do a lot for our program through the last few years and we really appreciate uh, him offering his land to us to come out here and and chase these pigs around. But on this trip today we had uh, Carson Turner and Hunter Ward, uh, this was their first uh, pig hunt with, with dogs. Uh, I know Carson last year came down uh, at Great Southern Outdoors and, and participated in a hog hunt, but we didn't have any luck. But uh, things were going to change this trip for, for everyone. We knew that there were a lot of pigs in this area. Uh, we'd seen them back during turkey season. We were down here hunting with Steve, and uh, we couldn't wait for the for the right time and the right opportunity to, to come up and. Uh, have a hunt so jumping right on in so we we arrived here at uh at camp what we'll call camp steve's great mansion here uh and, and hunter me and you were a little late getting to the to the party and carson as well because of uh, the bad bad wreck on i-65 but, but we managed to to get here and get supper going and uh, we decided to run on out and check everything out for the evening, kind of get a lay of the land, and and see maybe what the pigs were doing, and what did we run across last night, Carson, as we were riding around?
1: So we ran into like, I don't know, 10 pigs, and we just saw them, we were just driving around, because we were like, heck, why not go out and look for something, and so we saw them, so they dropped us off, and we started walking up towards this clearing where they were at, and we saw a few of them, and I took a shot at one of them, and they were, they scattered. As I guess would be the best word to describe it, but um, we went back and got the dogs and looked for them again, but couldn't find them. So we just came back and ate dinner.
0: Yeah, so so we were riding around and, and came up on these pigs, and, and Hunter Carson and I were, were sneaking down the road and, and got you know within a hundred yards of them, and, and Carson took a shot and uh, not not real sure if we if we got a, a hit or not, but the pig ran and. Uh, Stanton told us that he convinced us, "Hey, let's go back and, and get the, the dogs and put them on them." So we came back here to the house. We had redfish and baked potatoes and corn cooking, and so we had to turn all that off and, and go chase the pigs. And, and we chased them for a little while, and, and uh, they just gave us the run around. And so we decided to back on out and try it first thing in the, the, the next morning. So, uh, so this morning we we go out right at daylight. Kind of, Hunter, what was your expectations uh, in, in, in this morning's hunt?
2: Well, I really didn't know what to think because I had never been hog hunting at all, much less with dogs, but I had high hopes. I knew we would see some hogs and get the opportunity to kill a couple. And, and as it turned out, we did, we killed a hog or two and we just had a good time doing it. It was just a good time to get out with everybody and experience new things. So Carson, what were you thinking? you know yesterday we
0: saw those pigs you had an opportunity to shoot at one. I know you were excited to finally get to, to see some and, and shoot at some and so this morning it was it was all the dogs and uh, going out and, and trying to base some up. And kind of what was your thoughts going into this this morning?
1: I was hopeful as to whether we were going to see anything or not. I was like we'll at least see one if we don't even get like if we don't get to kill kill one. So I was excited about that and then watching the dogs work and just run after and then they would just stay and they kept the, one of the pigs that we killed, they just kept it there and like destroyed it pretty much. (laughs) Um, But I mean, they just stayed with it and we figured that they would have run and tried to catch another pig while one of them kept that pig there.
0: So so to kind of break down this morning's hunt from the get go, we let a couple dogs loose and and it wasn't long before they struck and got on some pigs and, and we were kind of hoping, the reason we chose this place outside of, you know, Steve's always a great host and it's always fun to come down here but we didn't think anybody had been messing with these pigs and, and they weren't going to run or anything like that and it, it would be fairly simple and boy were we wrong. Uh, we had a, a definitely groups of runners with us but uh, the dogs were on several different uh, groups of pigs and, and we ran them all over the place and uh, there was even one time we got in a, a thick area, and there were pigs running by us, and dogs running by us in every direction, and it was very exciting. Uh, Carson, did you get a little scared during that that time?
1: We heard something moving in the woods, and I'm like, "I'm not about to get taken out by a pig today." <laughs> I jumped back in the buggy.
0: Yeah, I was sitting there uh, running the video camera, and next thing I know, Carson's on a dead sprint to the to the buggy to to get in. So. Uh, but but out of that group, we ended up catching one there in the creek, and uh, that was it was good for Hunter and Carson to get to experience that. And uh, you know, I've been fortunate enough to be able to do it uh, quite a few times, and, and it's always an adrenaline rush when you hear the dogs bade, and then that bulldog gets in there and does does it does his business. So uh, it gave us a chance to to let these guys and girls experience something that's uh, that's a little new. So. Uh, Stanton, I want to thank you, first off, for, for coming down and, and participating in this hunt with our students and, and introducing them to something that's a little bit different. Uh, give us a little background on you, and how did you get started hog hunting?
3: Uh, well, whenever we got through with college, I graduated up at West Alabama in 2006, and uh, right after, as uh, soon as I got, got back home, I uh, started working on a pack of dogs, and uh have, have, they've grown into a pretty good pack of dogs here in the last, you know, 10 or 12 years. And uh, that's something I enjoy doing. I, like, I, I enjoy going to different places and meeting different people and, and raising my own dogs. Uh, I don't do any, any buying, selling, and trading very much. I, I, I stick with what I got. But uh, it's just something I enjoy. We, had a few, we started out, we had a few hogs down on our, uh, our, our family land and uh it just grew from there going different places now i I go uh several different states hunting hunting these days it's uh like i say something i enjoy to do well don't 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 let
0: him fool you with him being a a a big hog hunter he's he's in the political world as well (laughs) Uh, if you're ever driving in southwest uh, Alabama, right on the Mississippi line and heading towards Mobile, Alabama, you, you may pass through a, a small little community, Millery, Alabama, in Washington County. Stanton here is the, the mayor of that, that community, that town, and uh, he, he likes to get down and dirty in the politic world. No, so. I don't know about all
3: that. <laughs> I'm not much of a politician, I'm more of a public servant.
0: So, again, it was, you know his, his schedule's busy and everything, coming and joining us. So, Stanton, you know, coming in, and I know you've been keeping up with the program since it started, and, and uh, you and I talked a good bit throughout the, the years as, as the program's been going. What was kind of your thoughts of getting to come uh, participate and hunt with some of the students of the Outdoor Scholars Program? Oh,
3: I, I was very excited. Uh, anytime you can introduce uh, new people into to a, a different part of, I guess it's a different sport altogether, but, uh, like I say, hogs, hogs create issues, uh, far and wide. And it's just another method of being able to try to, uh, keep the hog population in check. Uh, there's a lot of things with, with hog hunting that, you know, misinformation and, and, you know, a few bad apples can spoil a whole bunch, but, uh, anytime that I can introduce, you know, new people into hog hunting with dogs and, uh, show them how enjoyable it is and and uh like I say it, it can it, it's a family event for you know my family my my little girl and my little boy they they love going to the woods with me so it's uh like I say anytime you can you can introduce somebody it's uh it's exciting
0: well tell tell the listeners how how do you how do you train a dog to to get out and find hogs and uh, and, and bay them up i mean what what's the process and and what, what kind of dog what kind of breed of dog do you use
3: uh the dogs that i'm running are uh lion bred catahoulas that uh that go back to some dogs that were out of georgia uh that uh some of the denizens that had ran over in georgia back 25 30 years ago uh they have a lot of drive naturally they cast out you know half to three quarters of a mile and no sign and then uh Typically, you know, with the heat like it is now, you know, bumping 90 degrees, you know, by by 10 o'clock, they uh they generally, you know, run an hour to, to an hour and a half, two hours if uh you know on 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 a single hog, they uh, generally, you know, fair a couple of them are fairly rough, you know, catch hogs by themselves 150 200 pounds, but uh, it's hard to catch what won't stop. Like I say these uh. These hogs up here they they uh act like they knew what the game was and they had some good uh like I say this place is set up to, to hold some game uh steve's got it got it set up where the you know there's plenty of places for deer to lay uh plenty of places for the hogs to lay and the thicker the the better for the hogs that's where they uh that's that's where they like to hang out at kind of like we saw yesterday evening you know they went after uh carson had shot at the hogs you know they went straight to their their bed which was almost half a mile away across the creek and uh it was in about a four or five year old cutover and like i say that that's that's in the hogs territory it makes it a little harder for the dogs to to, to keep up with them but as far as training the dogs you know the, the drive as far as the hunt is is natural and then from there it's it's all about your style of hunting uh, like I say, most of the time I cast hunt. I've got a few dogs that I'll put on tracks. Um, but uh, you know, as a rule of thumb, cur dogs are not known for their cold noses. So uh, in good conditions, a couple hour track is what they'll take. And with it dry like it is, you know, it may not be but 45 minutes you know, to an hour is what they're smelling you know, as, as far as that. But whenever you cast hunt them, they, they, they learn to hunt into the wind if there is any wind. And, uh, like I say, and they go from there, but it's kind of, like I say, it's disappointing when you, you, you get into a bunch of hogs and don't get them caught. It's, but that's why they call it hunting instead of catching. So.
0: Well, you know, talking about you know, what you said that from last night when we went out, Carson shot, we went back and got the dog. We weren't gone 30 minutes and back in there, and those pigs had already gone a mile and a half and, as you said, went back to their bed out in that cutover. And then we saw this morning, you know, when we struck the hogs, we ran them a good little ways, and then they turned and then came back and then ran a little bit more. Uh, what, what do you think is kind of like their their radius of travel? How far does one travel, you know, say in a course of a day or several days?
3: Uh, you know, we kind of saw today where they're, they're uh, basically on this property there's probably three different bedding areas, uh, one to the south across the creek, and then a bedding area to the west, basically all the way across the property, uh, you know, close to a mile and a half apart, and then up to the northeast corner, which is uh, another mile, and you kind of have a triangle there, basically a a mile and a quarter, basically in, in every direction that the hogs are uh, are bedded up. So you know, based on their feeding patterns, you know they they'll travel, you know, late in the evening on on into the, the night and. Uh, you know they'll they'll cover a pretty good bit of ground, and like I say, it's, it's it's it makes it difficult with the dry conditions as far as as you know sometimes to to find them. But we didn't have any issue finding them this morning. It was just the fact of uh, of getting them stopped. But after they uh, after they run for thirty or forty five minutes, they ended up going back to their beds and getting in the thickets, and that i say once that happens with the heat, it's kind of hard for the dogs to stay in there with them much longer than, you know, 30, 45 minutes.
0: And, and you know, as, as Stan was talking about, you know, it's hot right now here in, in Alabama. We've gone, what, 15, 16 days, if not longer, without rain. So it's fairly dry, even though in some of the areas we were this morning, you know, there's a, a big running creek uh, that had a lot of water in it and those pigs you know they're going to be close to, to water uh, so they can wallow and things of, of that nature and uh but uh it's it's definitely hot and, and, and dry and that makes it hard for for any kind of dog in any kind of situation when they're tracking and then trying to hunt so uh, you know hunter what's what's something from from this you know this morning's hunt and, and even yesterday afternoon that 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 You thought was most fascinating something that that you learned that you'll you'll take back with you.
2: Um, probably just how well the dogs worked together, and it's like they almost served as one. Like when one went, when a dog went this way, the rest of them went with them because they knew if they got into the big old boar hog, they'd all need to be there so that none of the rest of them got hurt.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny how how animals can can communicate, you know, without speaking roughly and, and uh, uh, how they learn and pick up off each other and but there's no doubt when, when one of them barked and bayed they all got their attention and, and they all went, went that direction so uh, what about you Carson what's something that you've learned and, and that you'll take away from, from this little trip
1: I agree with Hunter about like the dogs having the pack mentality that they would go at it all together and it made it a lot easier to you know catch something and contain it I also think like the teamwork of all of us working together um, we saw like a little piglet run away, and I imagine that if we would have been able to corner it, we'd been able to have a little piglet too.
0: <laughs> so, Stanton, tell the tell the listeners as far as like equipment. Like, if somebody's out there and, and wants to get into doing this, like, say they went out and they've they've got a couple dogs that uh, that they think will work out, and and I know there's different breeds of dogs that people use for for hog hunting and stuff, but what kind of special equipment or what kind of gear does somebody need to to you know, be successful out in the field.
3: Well, the first thing before I had to in, in, encourage anybody to, uh, to, if they were thinking about you know starting the hog hunt, is to go with you know go with some people and go with different people. Uh, there's different, like I say, you've got different breeds of dogs. You know, you got hounds and cur dogs and rough dogs and loose dogs and long range dogs and short dogs and you know, some people like to walk hunt and there's different, there's, there's all kinds of different methods. And uh, like I say, and each, each method can be uh, successful uh, under the right circumstances. But uh, it's, it's not a, uh, it's definitely not a cheap sport. And uh, like I say, it costs a good bit of money to maintain dogs, uh, to keep their health, uh, you know, keep them well fed. And uh, as far as equipment goes, you know, uh, Garmin, uh, Garmin, any of their, uh, their tracking products is, you know, top of the line. Um, I'm actually running, I'm not much on the touchscreen, uh, the Alpha. The Alpha gives you the ability to, to uh, shock and, uh, you know, along with tracking your dogs. I run a uh, Astro 430 and uh, I run a lot of DC 50s. And I've got a couple of T5s that I run, but I it, I enjoy uh, running the 50s. Uh, it sh- it's got a bark indicator on it, and uh, for the most part, my dogs don't bark on track. So if uh, if they show treed and their bark indicator's going off, it lets me know that they you know they've got a hog bait versus it being caught. So you can uh, take take your time a little bit more, you know, getting around to them, or or maybe go to a different dog that may have. Uh, other than that, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of to each his own as far as uh as as methods. How how much
0: property would you say somebody needs to, to be able to, to, to hunt on? Uh,
3: usually, as a rule of thumb, uh, for me, a, a thousand acres is usually what I, I like to be able to have, and and you know. The main part of the property be a thousand acres, and then everybody around it be okay with it. Because I mean, some people don't like dogs, and uh, you don't want to cause any issues with any neighbors. Um, with with hog dogs, you you have to you have to stay with them. I mean, they're you know they're they're liable to catch you know big nasty boar hog, and you you don't want your you know your your high priced dogs uh, getting getting uh, you know mauled in the, in the woods by hog but that's that's usually my rule of you know my personal rule but like i say people with shorter range dogs i mean they can they can hunt smaller blocks and that's that's like i say it's, it's all about the methodology you know if you know guys got you know short short range dogs that are run for five minutes and then come back he can hunt you know 40 or 80 acres here or there and it, uh, and still be successful
0: well, and, and to give give our listeners a, an idea of what we had on on this hunt, we had a pretty large tract of land. Plus, uh, Steve called around to some of the neighboring landowners just to let them know that that we were going to be in here with some dogs and make sure they didn't have any issues. And we had the green light to pretty much go anywhere we wanted to on uh, several thousand acres uh, today. So that was that was great to be able to have access to, to, to that. So. Uh, Anything else you guys can think of about something that was interesting on the hunt or, or something
2: that, that really stands out? Uh, the only thing I can think of is I just found it kind of not really interesting, but cool, the way that if one of Santon's dogs was in the creek or something, he was going to take that buggy his to it. It didn't matter what was in the way, he was going through it. Yeah, that,
0: that, that little machine he's got, it, it'll go through anything. It, it, it was knocking stuff down and clearing paths, and it made our job a lot easier getting to that pig, no doubt, this, this morning. So uh, I know following behind him in a, in a forward, I was glad that they had that clearing a path. So, uh, But we want to thank you again, Stanton, for coming and joining us and, and uh, participating in this hunt, uh, and as well as Steve Long, uh, Regional Director of QDMA, Uh, Steve is actually doing some commercial pig hunts, uh, here at at his own personal property. And, uh, I think he's booking hunts right now. So if you listen to this and want to go on a pig hunt, never had the opportunity to, uh, he's definitely got some pigs here. You can look us up, uh, on, on Facebook or Instagram, send us a message or, or go to our website and shoot us an email. And I'd be happy to pass on Steve's information uh, to whomever. So. That will wrap us up for this episode of Outdoor Scholars Podcast. Check back with us next time to see where, where we are and what in the world we may be doing. If you enjoyed today's podcast, do us a favor and hit the subscribe button. Also, it would really help us out if you would rate and review. Be sure to come back often for a new episode of Outdoor Scholars Podcast.